and welcome to a very special edition of Can Do Attitude. This episode is going to be the first one in a short series we'll be doing for London Lean Kanban Days 2017. Since Helen is my co-host for this podcast, we're going to be doing one on Helen's session first. And we're also going to be doing a few podcasts with other speakers from London Lean Kanban Days, which Helen doesn't really know about yet, but I have already planned and booked it. Well, I hope they will, so I slide. So we're going to be doing a podcast on Helen's session, which unfortunately isn't going to be recorded this year since it is a workshop. But we are going to be providing some of the assets Helen is going to be using for these. So if you want to run it with your team, you will have something as a basis for it. But first, I'd like to introduce Helen's partner for this particular endeavor, Richard Arpino. Hiya. And Richard is going to tell us a bit about himself and why he decided to do this with Helen. So uh, I've, I've always been an engineer um, and the last couple of years I had a bit of a change of direction and that's where I met Helen. Um, so I was following the problem as engineers do, realised actually the coding and the engineering wasn't the problem for me, it was actually how we went about building products, so I actually started working more with teams and that's where I encountered Helen and um, she basically became my coach, helped me through that transition period and this was a topic of conversation over lunch I think, what we actually started talking about feedback how feedback works I, I think you missed a bit Richard where I rocked your world and <laughs> made your life much much better I, I always gloss over that <laughs> so when did this actually start when did the idea pop into your minds Do you know that's really hard we we have lunch most days uh, we happen to be working at the same place uh, for the second time running which is I'm a very lucky man I've managed to kind of work with Helen for a couple of years pretty much consistently um, I think we just started talking about sp specifically feedback loops and some feedback that I discovered inside my team. We started talking about, well, wonder what other ones there were there. And then we just brainstormed, came up with a bunch of them, and then that's how this kind of started. So would you like to tell us what your session is called? Swimming in the Sea of Feedback um, is my fault. That's what I thought was a really good name. Um, it did inspire the water-themed theme you'll see all over our presentation there. I think it was more like you definitely wanted to pick the title <laughs> and because you'd picked the title I had to have something in there that I wanted and so I came up with well, it has to be black and white it has to contain fish and there's got to be a gif at the end so if he's got demands I'm having demands as well definitely nailed that <laughs> <laughs> you've told us a bit about why you picked mm -hmm. this session but why is feedback so important so from my perspective, as a Kanban trainer, I talk a lot about the Kanban principles um, and practices. And one of those is feedback loops. And one day when I was talking out loud to the class, I really started to think about, well, what do we really mean by this? Because everybody that you ask, they instantly come up with retrospectives as their first port of call. Or secondly, they come up with the daily stand-up. And for me, there are so many different types of feedback and that is literally just skimming the top of the surface. I wanted to do something a little bit more to explain, actually, we have so much around us and maybe as an organisation or as a team, we're not harnessing some of this information so we can make changes for the better. So if you think back to Kanban, we want to be reducing our lead times, which we talked about in last episode. But to do that, we have to have feedback loops to understand how long these things are taking. And so that was kind of like a focus for me. And then, as Richard said, we sat down one lunchtime as we were over our sarnies um, and we started to compare the two things that were happening in our different environments. And that's where we come up with, actually, maybe there's a talk here. 
And then me and Richard are quite quirky in some of our thinking. And we thought, oh, well, how can we gamify this? And top trumps, I have no idea how that even came to our minds. But we just thought, that's it. Top trumps, we have to do something based around that. And it was it was funny because the next part after that was we, we, we kind of just had these ideas of these different types of kind of feedback that we'd, we'd been talking about. But when we actually tried to apply that, so we kind of came up with a scoring mechanism, how easy they are to apply, how much it would cost you to maintain, you know, kind of that sort of thing. We kind of followed that through. It was actually the conversation on each one of those that created most of the really interesting content. We realized a lot of this is very specific to environments, very specific to organizations, very specific to what you've encountered before. And we had little mini arguments over why do you think that's difficult to apply? Why do you think that's expensive to maintain? And that's where the kind of the workshop idea, originally I think we were talking about just doing a talk on different types of feedback and these are the ones we encountered. But it was actually the discovery and the discussion around them that was actually the valuable part. So it's very specific. The idea is it's a repeatable the workshop. We hope people take away. They can repeat in their own organisation, making it very specific to their own environment, their own systems, their own practices. Because that's what we found, A, very challenging, and B, you know, there was a bit of contention. Why do you think that's easy? Why do you think that's hard? Why do you think that's expensive? Why do you think that's cheap? So that's where the, the top trumps, curiously, the process evolved out of actually trying to do the cards. We ended up with a process that we thought was actually quite valuable for other people to follow. So Helen and Richard have mentioned some cards, and fortunately I've gotten an advanced preview of the talk and of the materials. They've come up with 23 different types of feedback that they've made cards for, which are assessed in a number of categories. So could you tell us what categories you decided for the types of feedback? Yeah, so the first category we looked at was ease of use. How easy is it to set up and apply this within your team or within your organization? Another one was maintainability, just how easy is it to collect and keep collecting and maintain that particular type of feedback. Value for money, this was probably one of our more contentious ones, um, and that is the cost to set up and run versus the potential benefit that you will get from it. The reason why I say it was contentious is because when you see the star system, we originally had it reversed um, and we had it called something else, but we needed to make it simpler, so we went for value for money. And the last was impact, so how much this might influence your experiments and continuous improvement. So you've kind of settled on 23. I'm going to provide the link to all of them in the description. Were there any that didn't make the cut? To be honest, there's 23, but we could have probably gone on forever and ever and ever. But we had to kind of like draw the line somewhere. So what we did was we focused in on the ones that we're seeing and using presently at the moment because they're experiences that we can actually represent with the people that we get to do this talk with. Okay, so now that we know a bit about the artifacts that you're going to be using, tell us what the talk is actually going to be like. So what, what's your workshop going to be? Are people just going to use these cards or? So we tried to get a um, really inclusive feel. For us, talking should be done at the start and for a minimum because we actually really want to leverage the amount of people we've got in the room, the great knowledge that they've got, but we want to give them some guidance to help point them in the right direction. So we'll kick it off and we'll talk a little bit about why we did this talk, um, what are feedback loops. Richard, you've got some insight into open and closed systems. Yeah. So we've, we've got, we kind of came up with a unique visual metaphor to kind of explain how feedback loops can affect systems and certainly open and closed systems and limiting factors on how processes work within both of those. 
and trying to recreate some of the ex exploration we had in creating the cards in the first place, but with a group of people so they can kind of take that away and use that in their own organisations. Yeah, so we then want to address the fact that so many people think about only the retrospectives or the daily stand-ups. So this is the point where we really want to introduce them to some of the other ideas that we've used or maybe that we've seen. So this is where we go into workshop mode and we'll get people to work in teams. We'll have posters of the blank feedback cards around the wall and then we're going to get people into groups and give them a time box and they'll brainstorm within their teams about what they believe the star rating is and what they believe the pros and the cons of each of these different types of feedback are. And we're going to give them examples so it's really clear about the types of things that we're talking about. Then what we want to do is get them to rotate around and then build upon each other's work because who's to say one group is right? So we'll get them to rotate around and then what we'll have is some playback at the end to work out if people had some sort of innovative ideas or maybe they had some insight that they've gathered from some of the posters around the wall. After that, we were interested in people's feedback. So the, the reason why there's an accompanying website is we're hoping to kind of gather feedback on each one of these cards, see what other ones actually evolve. We're kind of interested to see if the actual deck will grow with other input and also um, kind of collaborative approach to that didn't work in my organization. This is a reason why, just kind of see what people are using out there and how they're actually using it. And then finally, we've got a uh, kind of case study. Something happened in my team when we started opening ourselves up and looking wider outside our team at using particular types of feedback that were specific to us and just where that led basically what we what we discovered some of the questions we started asking and what we actually did with that so it's like a full end-to-end -end case study of how it influenced the way we developed software and um, some of the technical practices we had within the team. We then wanted to take it back to where we started top trumps that classic game I remember it now I had the cars and the motorbike one what did you have any Richard? I think I had car ones, hot rods I've seen. Hot from, rods, yeah. hot rods. Um, Vlad, you've got no idea what we're talking mm, about, do you? Absolutely no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to take it back. And so what we did was we actually created these cards. So we've got them specially made. And we want to be able to give people who come to our session these cards so they can take them back to their organization and run a similar exercise. And within the cards, we've put a suggestion in for some different games that they can have a go at. Um, and the aim is that they can use these cards and help to discover this for themselves. But like Richard said, we also have this website where we want to collect other feedback. So we're going to take everything that we've got on the walls from the session, plus any external feedback that comes in via our website. And then when we run this session again, hopefully at Agile in the City, um, and we've even submitted to Scrum Gathering in Dublin, fingers crossed, then we'll have a revised set of cards with even more pros and cons and even maybe more types of feedback um, that other people have come up with. So we want to continually build this over time and make it available for people. So just to summarize, Helen and Richard have done a set of cards, which is, let's say, the first iteration, and you're going to improve these. I mean, these represent more or less your idea of how easy to use this kind of feedback method is, how much it costs to implement and so on. But it's a relatively small sample. I mean, you're both very experienced, but people might have different opinions based on their teams and what they've tried. Absolutely, and that is what we want. We want other people's ideas and the way that they do things within their companies to help us to build upon this over time. So we're telling them about feedback loops and in return, we want feedback from them to improve it overall. 
So obviously Richard and Helen are going to be running this themselves at London Lean Kanban Days and at a few other events. But there's nothing stopping you from running the exact same session in your organization and then hopefully posting the pictures back either on the website or sending them directly to Helena Richard. And all of this is going to go into the future iterations of the cards and hopefully the more people do the workshop or the more people contribute, the more accurate the representation of the star system is going to be yeah. and the pros and cons. Absolutely. So yeah, while you might find a set of cards on the website, you might want to check back in a few months because there might be a completely new set. There might be different types of feedback. I know for sure that the set that the London Lean Kanban Days participants are going to get are going to have five blank cards so you can actually add types of feedback to it. Is there going to be any kind of public voting on this? So if people submit other types of feedback, will I guess we're going to get lots of feedback and it is such a subjective thing. So what goes into the final deck or the revised deck, it's probably going to need to be a call between myself and Richard. Um, we work with quite a lot of scrum masters in our organisation right now. And so maybe we can put it to them and then maybe come up with some sort of consensus. I think though the stars will always be subjective, but the pros and the cons will certainly be looking to get as many of those in there as we can. And obviously, you'll probably see a longer list of pros and cons on the website than you can actually fit on physical cards. There is something to be said about Correct, the physical yeah. <laughs> limitation. But hopefully, this will lead to more people doing this kind of exercise and by doing it, discovering new types of feedback they hadn't maybe considered in the past. Absolutely. Our hope is that people see all of the data that they've got available to them. When I say data, it's not necessarily just, you know, taking information out of the tools that you're using. That feedback loop can be people's behaviours, visual things that you have within your own team space. We've literally covered all different areas looking at people, technology, and the system that they work within. So our hope is that people really start to think about the stuff that they've got around them and how they can use this information to improve the way that they work or make maybe make the happiness within the team better and overall increase their productivity and their happiness and all of that. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely echo the, the harder to think of ones that everybody's got lots of data systems that collect all sorts of things and we do cover quite a lot of those the ones that we were really interested in the way the ones that are much more touchy-feely involves people relationships behaviors which are really easy to ignore but actually have a wealth of information because it's held up in a system that doesn't have any bounds so certainly when we started talking with other teams that we interacted with we found so many interactions that we weren't aware of and that we realized that the, um, the impact of what we were doing was actually affecting things we couldn't see. So it wasn't in a data system, it was totally, totally invisible until we actually started going and actually talking to people and finding out what our system did for in their particular remit or their domain. And those were the really interesting ones. So now that you mentioned, because I quickly have each of you, starting with you, Richard, tell us which of the cards you were most passionate about. I mean, we really have to have this one in the deck. If you were to pick one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going back to the example I had. Other teams, I think some of the best insight I had and we're talking with, so we have teams that work with us 
Um, and we went and started talking to other teams about, oh, I didn't realise you had that problem, tell me some more. We ended up having regular meetings with them because we realised actually there were lots of things that kind of came out in the day-to-day -day running. And then eventually we just said, why don't you just come and pair with our team? We got rid of the meeting entirely and just said, we'll give you access to a developer and we're actually just going to fix this stuff that you were telling us about. Um, and those were really interesting things because the developers then kind of got that live feedback like you get in a kind of review directly from not a stakeholder but like somebody actually they work with they probably didn't realize they work with of you built this thing this is what happens when it's running this is this is the pain it causes me can we go and fix it and some of these things took minutes to fix they were really really simple things but they never made it onto a backlog they never made it back to the team the team just didn't know they existed but the impact of that was it saved people hours per week so those were my favourite examples of like what we found out from other teams that we maybe weren't weren't aware of. So for me, I've, I've finally thought <laughs> of it. Um, it is customer feedback, and that isn't just working with the business analyst in your team or whoever's maybe a stand-in product owner. It's about taking what you've done and actually going back to real people and understanding how this will impact or how it will benefit them and the value that they get from it. So for me, I think customer feedback is, is a really great one because in many of the different companies that I work in, it's something that we so frequently forget to do and we just assume that one person will just sign it off where there could be multiple people involved in that product. So obviously, Helen and Richard are going to be running this properly for the first time at LLKD. Super exciting. But if you do end up running it in your own team, I'm sure they'd appreciate some feedback on their feedback exercise. The easiest way for you guys to do that is just check up the website, which is in the description, and leave your feedback on each individual cards page. If you have ideas for new feedback cards, you can leave that there as well. And Helen and Richard will constantly be checking it. And if any new interesting ones pop up, new pages will be created. So that's about it for this podcast. We'll probably have an updated version. Helen will probably mention it in one of our Can You Attitudes later on. And we'll let you know if a new version of the pack is going to be published. But until next time, keep an eye on our SoundCloud channel because we're going to be uploading a lot of these podcasts in collaboration with London Lean Kanban Days with a good number of the speakers. Of course, you'll be able to check out their sessions on YouTube once they're published, but this is going to be more of a behind-the-scenes view of what it takes to do one of these talks. But until we get back to our normal schedule, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And for the first time, goodbye from me too.